This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Oh my goodness, the look on this guy's face. If you later today, go go do this. Go look. Uh, I think the Daily Caller had video. I think is where I saw it. Fox News, I know, has been talking about it probably on their website. But so uh, Fannie Willis's boyfriend's friend was testifying yesterday in the whole Fannie Willis uh, saga. Remember, Fannie Willis is the uh, Fulton County, Georgia prosecutor who's been persecuting Donald J. Trump. And uh, and then, oh, oh, whoa, what happened here? Then we found out that she was taking uh, nearly three quarters of a million dollars in taxpayer funds to persecute Trump. And she gave him she gave the money to her boyfriend and then her boyfriend took that money and took her on a whole bunch of fancy vacations. Uh, apparently, was it a multi-continent tour, if I remember right? Well, well, we don't know if if uh, Belize uh, counted towards the, uh, the continental tour or not. But, uh, yeah, lots of nice vacations she got to go on. Um, and so then, you know, Fannie Willis has, has basically been called out for for lying and so so anyway so so they brought so the key thing was fanny was trying to claim well she didn't start having an affair with this married man until after she you know started giving him taxpayer funds to persecute trump but then the boy the boyfriend's friends like well actually apparently there's text messages that back this up knew about it ahead of time knew that that uh that they uh yeah, that, yeah very clearly they had a relationship long before she started giving money uh to her boyfriend to persecute trump and then the boyfriend started taking her on all these vacations and so anyway you fast forward to yesterday sorry for the uh the big overview for those of you who have been tracking this whole telenovela saga out of georgia this whole time already anyway fast forward to yesterday i want you later today go look at this guy's face in the video maybe you saw it last night on some of the primetime news programs or not but look at the guy's look on his face he's just like come on man uh, you know, you know. After yesterday, he's he goes back to his buddy, to Fanny Willis's boyfriend, and he goes back to Fanny, and he's, and he's just he's got this look on his face like, why'd you guys have to mess with Trump? Why'd you guys have to go pick a fight with Donald J. Trump? We had a good thing going here. You were taking a bunch of taxpayer money. You were giving it to Nathan Wade. You were giving it to your boyfriend, and man, we were. We were rolling in cash. We were living high on the hog. But somebody had to go around and mess with Donald J. Trump. And now, man, you kicked the hornet's nest. And now I'm before a judge. And, and man, this guy, like, they were asking him, like, well, uh, would you ever, have you ever lied for your friend? Well, uh, maybe. And then there was another question. Well, did you ever do this? Well, Maybe. The guy is just like, oh, son of a gun. Why am I in this position? Man, it's just like they had to go kick the hornet's nest. They had to go mess with Donald J. Trump. And boy, are they feeling the heat now, uh, as they should be. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, I never watch Saturday Night Live anymore, but I actually, just before the show started, I, I watched Shane Gillis's opening monologue from this past Saturday. And Matt, he actually made a, it was actually pretty funny. I'll, I'll share a clip later. Here is your Montana news. A young man from Columbia Falls has been murdered in his dorm room in Kentucky. Josiah Kilman, age 18, was an all-class wrestler and soccer team captain. His unresponsive body was discovered Friday in his room at Campbellsville University. 
Fire and police delivered Kilman to a local hospital where he was pronounced dead. A preliminary autopsy determined cause of death by strangulation. Color 8 reports that another student, 21-year-old Charles Escalera, is held as a person of interest in this homicide. A pedestrian was struck and killed when they tried to cross Highway 93 in Missoula. This accident happened shortly after midnight on Monday. Nick Christensen with KGVO reports the walker had just entered the crosswalk on Blue Mountain Road in front of a northbound vehicle. The driver was not able to avoid colliding with the pedestrian. 911 received the call from the driver themselves. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Lee. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. With sunny to partly cloudy skies across the area today, high temperatures will boost up in the lower 40s in Bozeman to the mid-40s in the Billings area. For tonight, we can expect partly cloudy skies, low temperatures from the upper 20s to low 30s, and the outlook for Thursday calls for mainly sunny skies, highs ranging from the upper 40s to around 50 in Bozeman to the upper 50s in the Billings area. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right. So, yeah, I, you know, I never watch Saturday Night Live anymore. You know, maybe if there was if there was a clip in the news, I'm, you know, the, I might watch that specific little clip. And then that's about it anymore. I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just an old guy now. And I'm like, it's not like it was in the 90s. Uh, I'm one of those guys now. But it's true. Uh, the NBA basketball, same thing. It's not like it was in the 90s or the 80s with, you know, Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, the the rest of the crew there. And I'm right. I, I'm sorry, but you know what? Like uh, the, the the modern day NBA is just not like what it was back then. Maybe it's just because I was a kid, but maybe it's because it actually was better back then. But either way, I'm going to go with it. Uh, so anyway, so I uh, I, I was checking out the Federalist.com, which is just. One of those must-read websites, I would encourage you to, to give it a scan every day or, or even just once a week just to just to stay on top of the great information that, that they're uh, reporting and the great commentary that they're sharing as well. Um, and so anyway, I'm scanning there, and now I'm trying to go through my stack of stuff here to see if I can find it right away here. I think it'll be up in just a second as I scroll through the stack of stuff here. If not, hey, I, I remember it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Shane Gillis. Do you guys know who Shane Gillis is? Shane Gillis destroys pro-abortion monsters who like to kill babies with Down syndrome. And so anyway, th this was a piece by Kylie Griswold. In a matter of minutes, she writes, Shane Gillis deftly put to bed one of the most nefarious lies of the pro-abortion left, that killing pre-born babies with Down syndrome is the merciful thing to do. Uh, and so so anyway, so I, I watched the whole monologue. It was actually pretty funny. And, of course, uh, even if we had permission to play the whole monologue, we probably wouldn't play the whole monologue here on this program because, you know, this is a family-friendly show. And uh, let's just say uh, it wasn't, of course, the most uh, family-friendly monologue. Shane Gillis, apparently, apparently he did something. I don't know much about him, but he seems funny. He does a really good Trump impersonation that I saw here recently as well. Uh, but apparently he uh, – 
worked for Saturday Night Live. He was one of the actual actors on Saturday Night Live. But he did something that that angered the woke mob. So the woke mob came out with their pitchforks and their and their uh, and their lanterns and uh, demanded that he be fired. So he got fired. So he kind of joked about that in his opening monologue, how you know he had been fired from Saturday Night Live, and now he, here he is as the the guest host delivering the the opening monologue. But yeah, um, he. So he he uh, he started talking. He was talking a lot about his family, and he started talking about um, is it a niece or is it a it's a niece? Yeah, he's got he's got a niece um, with Down syndrome, and so anyway, he did. I, I watched the full monologue. He he didn't say anything that you would consider political. He didn't even bring up the topic of abortion or or make a targeted political point to the pro-abortion left. But but the point that Kylie Griswold made in this piece is. Look at look at how some folks on the woke left will do backflips to not use the R word, as I'm going to call it. I, I, I'm, 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 and I'm the same way, man. I, I, I do not like the, 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 the R word. I, that's why even when people use this word libtard, I, I don't even like using the word libtard. And, and it's not because I'm a pearl clutcher and, and ah, I'm so offended. It's just I just I just don't like it. I just don't like the R word. I, I think that that the people with with Down syndrome are just some of the most incredible, friendliest, nicest, happiest people you were you will ever meet. And so that's why I just I just don't like using the word. Um but and Shane Gillis kind of makes that point here. But the point that Kylie Griswold was making was like, wow, isn't it interesting that you have these people on the woke left that will that get so offended if somebody ever uses the the R word. But yet, but yet, these are the same people that openly promote. Oh yeah, you you should be able to to do an abortion, even a late term abortion, if if you think the baby might, and I say might, if you think the baby might have Down syndrome. And it's like, okay, you're you're afraid to use the R word, but you're okay with openly talking about killing them because they have Down syndrome. I, but, but that's where, just again, you see you see these people on the left, and you're like, do you not even put two plus two together here? What you're doing, anyway. So here, here's a quick uh, clip, uh, and uh, I watched the whole monologue. Uh, oh, Michael Knowles, credit to Michael Knowles via Twitter. He said this: Conservatives will sometimes make jokes about mentally retarded people. But then also celebrate them and defend their right to life. While liberals won't even say the word retarded for fear of offending the people, they advocate exterminating in the womb. Uh, anyway, uh, our producer Travis was very quick to snag this uh, soundbite for us here from uh, Shane Gillis's opening monologue uh, on Saturday Night Live on Saturday. No, I talk about. I brought up Down syndrome. You got. You can always tell who's never been around Down syndrome when you bring it up. Like if I tell people, if I'm like, yeah, I have family members with Down syndrome. People that have never been around it are always like, oh, like it's like it's the end of the world. Like, oh, are they okay? Are they doing? It's like they're doing better than everybody I know. <laughs> they're the only ones having a good time, pretty consistently. They're not worried about the election. <laughs> They're having a good time. Oh, anyway, but yeah, and then you know the monologue went went further on the topic. But what a great point there! They're like, oh, how how is your family member with Down syndrome? Man, they're the happiest dang person I know. <laughs> no, they're having a great time. They are loving life. They are they are doing what we're all supposed to be doing, which is which is being happy, no matter what, no matter what the circumstance. And uh, 
And uh, they're not worried about the election. Uh, uh, that was a great line there. Uh, all right, uh, 406-294-0970, the number for you. Check out that piece at The Federalist. Shane Gillis destroys the pro-abortion monsters who like to kill babies with Down syndrome. I'm embarrassed to say Good morning, everybody. It's time for your Daybreak Egg Report. I'm Russell Nimitz, and thanks for being with us here on the Western Egg Network. Well, producer profitability was in the spotlight last night at the public auction yards in Billings as the Montana Stock Growers Association kicked off their statewide producer profitability initiative listening sessions. MSGA second vice president Turk Stovall says that the livestock industry has a real opportunity to come together with one another like never before. So how this all came together was really a group of ranchers um, really started talking about a lot of the challenges that were going on uh, within the beef industry and just noticing, you know, we're, you know, our next generation is really um, not coming in to replace us and and how can we entice them to really want to produce and want to be um, take over these ranches and and really what came about of that is some resolutions came through the Montana Stock Growers Convention to really focus on producer profitability and that task force was put together and that task force really is focused on how can we look at different topics that we all face um, in in everyday life as far as all of us as farmers and ranchers and how can we improve those to make a bigger difference to really make producers profitable for the next generation. Cattleman and auction market owner Joe Goggin says that the industry has a real opportunity here to unify and quit destroying itself from within. Shoot, I played a lot of ball, and I had a lot of coaches tell me the only way we're going to win a championship is you've got to play defense. And really, this industry over the last 70 years, folks, now we are good at playing defense. There's not an industry in America that's better at playing defense than the, than the beef industry. We've been forced to. But uh, every once in a while to win a championship, you've got to put one in the hole. And uh, right now, it's been a long time since this industry's had a true win uh, that'll make a real difference for our producers. And uh, it's, it's high time. We, we, we go on offense. We, we got to score. Now, for more information about the Montana Stock Growers Association's Producer Profitability Initiative and to check out their complete schedule of listening sessions, which are now underway through May, you can visit them at mtbeef.org slash profitability. Stay with us. We'll have more ag news right after this. Wheat growers of the north, it's time to push performance to answer the call of Westbred Wheat. With regionally proven varieties like WB9590 and WB9719 offering high yield potential balanced with protein content. Trust Westbred Wheat to help you get the most out of every acre. Now's the time. Boldly grow. Seize the season with Westbred Wheat. Performance may vary. Read and follow pesticide label directions, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. 
Join Elbar W Cattle Company on Friday, March 8th at 1 p.m. for their 2024 offering of yearling and age-advantaged bulls at their sale barn located in Absorkey, Montana. Elbar W Horned Hereford bulls are raised and developed for longevity, fertility, and predictability. A great offering of full brothers and several half-brothers will sell. Check out ElbarW.com for featured plots or to request a catalog. We look forward to seeing you Friday, March 8th, 1 p.m. in Absorkey, Montana. Well, this week, attorney generals from 24 states and numerous agriculture and industry groups asked a federal court to vacate the Biden administration's amended Waters of the U.S. or WOTUS rule that removed the so-called significant nexus standard, arguing that the government didn't follow the Supreme Court's ruling in Sackett versus EPA. For the Western Egg Network, I'm Russell Nimitz. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, since we just got the farm and ranch report there from our friend Russell Nimitz, uh, there was an interesting back and forth uh, on Fox News yesterday. And uh, Travis, I apologize, man. I, I I sent Travis so many clips. Hey, what about this clip? What about that clip? What about this? Man, there, there's so much interesting information to share with you here this morning. And then, of course, we've got our own content ready to roll as well. Several uh, brand new headlines on our Montana Talks website right now, including the great news for White Sulphur Springs about the Black Butte Copper Mine. Later in the morning yesterday, we heard from Nancy Schlepp, uh, who grew up on the family ranch in Ringling, Montana. Uh, she's with Sandfire Resources, and so she talked about the great news about uh, the Black Butte Copper Mine uh, near White Sulphur Springs. Now clearing a major, uh, the one last major hurdle, and uh, construction can move forward on that uh, copper mine in White Sulphur Springs. So I got that story on our Montana Talks website. Plus, what Montana's governor told Joe Biden about the border crisis. Uh, he told Joe Biden, do your job. And, and then also uh, shared the 10-point plan uh, with uh, Joe Biden as well. Now, he shared it with him three years ago, and Joe didn't do anything then. But uh, he shared it again, uh, shared it again. Uh, plus, uh, this story out of Knoxon, Montana. Sad news out of Knoxon, Montana. They had a fire in uh, the small town downtown of Knoxon, Montana, destroying three businesses uh, there. Uh, so we've got uh, we've got that story on our Montana Talks website uh, as well. All right, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, yeah, but since we just played the farm and ranch report, uh, there were a couple of ranchers on uh, with Laura Ingram last night uh, talking about the beef crisis, as they put it. Uh, first up is a black rancher specifically talking about the Biden administration. John, let's start with you. I know you're dealing with the effects of uh, the previous drought. But when you add up all the factors and the political um, pressures that are brought to bear here, how bad could this get for the American consumer of beef? Well, well you know, uh, the farmers are going out of business every day. And what's happening is America's beef cattle producers are depleting their, their herds so they're not uh, having more calves so they can multiply. We are producing one billion pounds less of American beef than we were last year this time. So this is a, a crisis that's gonna affect every American at, at the local grocery stores. But here's what was problematic for me. Um, 
We help all of these other foreign countries, uh, $100 billion to Ukraine to, and help Ukraine farmers. But we won't help America's farmers right here at home. Isn't that? Oh, yeah. Big shocker there, right? Uh, we do all these things for all these other people in all these other countries, farmers and ranchers included, but not here at home. In fact, they, they put a target on your back here at home, don't they? That point that he made, though, we are producing one billion with a B pounds less of American beef this time than we did last year. I mean, that's uh, that's just incredible. Fox News. And I'm Chris Foster. President Biden wins 81 percent of the vote with 13 percent of Michigan Democrats voting uncommitted in the state's presidential primary, a protest vote over his support of Israel's war in Gaza. Former President Trump wins nine more delegates toward the Republican nomination. Nikki Haley wins two. Donald Trump beat Nikki Haley by more than 40 points last night. Haley is vowed to remain in the race until after Super Tuesday next week, Steve, where in 11 of those 15 states, voters do not have to be a registered Republican. Fox's Lucas Thomas and their out-of-control wildfires burning in the Texas panhandle, forcing the brief shutdown of a nuclear weapons facility last night. When we have those higher wind gusts, when we have those warmer temperatures, certainly abnormal for the month of February and winter in general in the state of texas we're likely going to continue to see that fire concern start to boost fox weathers kiana lewis the forecast calls for less windy cooler weather tomorrow with maybe some rain america's listening to fox news yeah so there were a couple of ranchers that were on with laura ingram last night oh yeah the daily caller uh, has a story that's where it caught my eye here uh, sometimes I'll, I'll see this stuff directly on the Fox News website. Sometimes I'll see it in, in other locations, Twitter, etc. Uh, and, of course, we are your Fox News affiliate here, 1450 KMMS Bozeman, 970 KBUL Billings. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, the, the guy that you just heard before the Fox News update, and I'll play one more soundbite from him, John Boyd Jr. He is the founder of the National Black Farmers Association, and then, uh, and then another gentleman I'll play a, a quick soundbite from is a, a rancher named Shad Sullivan. I think he's out of Texas, if I remember right, but I, but I, I don't specifically recall. But uh, either way, what he had to say is interesting. First, here is the founder of the National Black Farmers Association. He was talking about how, oh, here you got Joe Biden. He'll do anything for Ukrainian farmers or Ukrainian ranchers. But what about us? But we won't help America's farmers right here at home. We have farmers facing farm foreclosure, uh, and, and USDA will not uh, stop farm foreclosures in this country for direct loans, guaranteed loans, and other agricultural lenders. Uh, and I've made that my uh, request on, on on your network many times. Uh, we're down to 40,000 uh, black farmers in this country, and guess what? We're facing extinction, and these policies aren't helping Cattle, cattlemen like myself stay on the farm. Uh, we've had the highest input cost that you've seen in, in, in our decades. Uh, about diesel fuel prices going through, and this is why farmers can't stay on the farm. This is what they want. Yeah, that's right. Laura's saying this is what they want. This is uh, this is what they want. She's exactly right. Uh, hey, don't worry, John. Uh, don't worry, John. Um, you, the black rancher, uh, even though even though they. Even though maybe they won't help you out on your on your farm or ranch, don't worry. They're going to make sure that you pay off the student loans 
of uppity liberal white kids. So don't you worry about that, John. You know, your farm might go under, but at least you get to pay for the gender studies degree of some uh, man bun wearing little white kid in Missoula, Montana. Good night. Uh, and so the other uh, rancher, uh, Shad Sullivan, made a great point. He was talking about how, look, ultimately, this is the globalist agenda. They are attacking the American farmer and rancher with all the sustainability BS, you name it. And then listen to what he said about about the food industry uh, and bugs. John is right in everything that he says, but it's a symptom of what is going on. And we have to get on top of that. Otherwise, we will see uh, uh, Americans eating bugs in the next 20 years, as we know that two of our major, of the four major meat packers have invested heavily in bugs. One, uh, Tyson Foods announcing uh, two weeks ago that they're going to build a $500 million plant uh, for crickets. So this problem is real, but it's a liberty and freedom issue. And that's where we have to focus on. We have to stop this. That's right. Whatever happened to the phrase, let them eat cake. I mean, now we got Marie Antoinette in the White House saying, let them eat crickets. Oh, man, our friend Michelle Wolf put a funny story together out of Bozeman. The one-star reviews of Bozeman. 20 square miles of jerks. That was one comment. MontanaTalks.com. State of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Uh, what? One more thing about the food. One more thing about food. You know, I, I mentioned just before the break. There, we were talking about the beef industry and and uh, you know ranching, etc. And one billion pounds of beef. One billion with a B. One billion pounds less being produced right now than what was produced a year ago. That's what that's what uh, uh, Chad Sullivan had to say on with Laura Ingram last night. And so but but of course, food prices are out of control right now. And so so we're going to get get to that here in a second. But first, I and then we'll get right into your phone calls. Four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy. If you want to jump in on the conversation this morning. Uh, first, I did get a message from Morgan in Helena. You know, I mentioned how uh, we've got a story on our Montana Talks website right now. Uh, what Montana's governor told Joe Biden about the border crisis. And not, not only did he tell Joe Biden, do your job, but he also handed Joe Biden a 10-point plan uh, to secure the border. Uh, I got a great message from Morgan and Helena. And I'd like to thank our distinguished listener in the capital city of Helena for this fine question uh, this morning here on the show. Uh, question from Morgan and Helena. Is Gianforte's 10-point plan posted somewhere? Well, thankfully, Morgan, you've got the Montana Talks app because that's what you messaged us on. On that very same app, if you click my headline, what Montana's governor told Joe Biden about the border crisis, click on that, scroll down, and you will actually see uh, the 10-point plan uh, that the governor gave uh, to Joe Biden at the White House last Friday because it's, it's all included in the uh, the Twitter uh, post uh, that the governor shared that's embedded inside of 
of that article. So hopefully it pulls up for you unless, unless uh, you know, your phone's on some weird data plan or something. I know sometimes things can show up a little screwy that way. All right, what about food prices? Did you guys hear Greg Gutfeld last night? When Bidenomics takes its toll, just put Fruit Loops in your bowl. <laughs> According to the latest data from USDA, Americans are spending the highest share on their income on food in 30 years. It's true. Earlier today, I put a down payment on a jar of Fluffernutter. I like those. But it's not funny. Food prices are out of control, which can only mean one thing. The ladies of The View are on the verge of bankruptcy. <laughs> so what are consumers to do? Other than vote Republican, that is. Mm. Mm. <laughs> the answer is simple. According to Kellogg's CEO, Gary Pilnick, eat cereal for dinner. The cereal category has always been quite affordable, and it tends to be a great destination when consumers are under pressure. So we're advertising about cereal for dinner. If you think about the cost of cereal for a family versus what they might otherwise do, that's going to be much more affordable. I'm all for innovation and marketing, but the idea of having cereal for dinner, um, is there the potential for that to land the wrong way? Uh, we don't think so. In fact, it's landing really well right now, Carl. Yeah. It landed as well as a Malaysian jetliner. Still don't know where it went. Argue with me. But I guess breakfast is the most important meal of the day, especially when it's the only one you can afford. The good news is President Biden can relate. He's been eating dinner with a bowl and a spoon for years. Sorry, there you go. That was Greg Gutfeld last night. All right, Nancy and Roundup on the phone lines. What do you think? Cereal for dinner, crickets for lunch, Nancy? Huh? What do you think? I'm not going to eat those things. No, <laughs> but I, I mean, I, no, no cricket pays for me. Huh? <laughs> but what I want to say is uh, the good news is Trump won Michigan yesterday. I had a feeling that he would. I'm absolutely so excited. All our friends in Michigan are delighted. Uh, Z and uh, the rest of them, you know, Orange, that listen to your show on Tuesdays when, when John's on. Yeah. And my son voted, and uh, everybody's doing flip-flops back there. So all I have to say is that uh, I am hearing the word recession. Uh, Hugh, uh, Hugh had said it uh, a couple of days ago, and it's not just Joe Biden. It's Congress and the Federal Reserve also that set our nation up for this horrible, horrible financial disaster. And I'm telling you, Aaron, I've been seeing it here in Roundup. At our grocery stores, the uh, we have two here, and they're doing their best to accommodate uh, the people in Roundup and also the small towns around us for with sales and whatever. But uh, you can see prices constantly going up. The dollar store here in town, empty shelves. I go in there oh, maybe once a week and empty shelves everywhere. Dog food in the you know the the freezer compartments everywhere else. And I'm telling you, the food bank also, they were hurting last month. Uh, they didn't have that much uh, food to hand out. So I can see it coming, and I think we're all seeing it coming, and uh, it, it's just a sad, sad thing. But hopefully this will work in our favor in November. We can get rid of this Biden uh, administration and can continue on. And you know you're talking about the globalists and their World Economic Forum. We've lost two of them. We got rid of... Uh, Henry Kissinger died, and then, of course, recently, Jacob uh, Rothschild, 87 years old, he's the one that's been in all these solar panels, you know, and that's who, he's been pushing those on us. But uh, so two down, hopefully the next one will be George Soros.
All right, Nancy, uh, good to hear from you. I appreciate it. Uh, I don't know, speaking of Trump, you talk about Trump winning Michigan. Yeah, big victory in Michigan. In fact, looking at the numbers, uh, much bigger turnout uh, in the Republican primary compared to the Democrat primary. Uh, Donald J. Trump got uh, 755,000 votes in uh, in the Republican primary in Michigan yesterday, Joe Biden only got 617,000 votes in the Michigan uh, primary yesterday. So that is uh, that's that's very interesting. Now, you know, you can't always say that the, the turnout in the primary is the predictor for the turnout in the general. But uh, either way, it's, it's let, let's take that as a good sign. Let's take that as uh, a good reason to be be hopeful and optimistic. Let me see here. Uh, uh, oh, I know what I was going to do. Um, Nancy, I don't know if you heard this. Uh, so President Trump, uh, the Trump War Room released this new Trump ad and uh, saw this from Alex Brusowitz. Alex Brusowitz uh, shared this uh, via X.com as well. Following some breaking news out of Athens, Georgia, two colleges have canceled classes today as police look for a murderer. Lake and Riley was described as a shining light. Dean's List nursing student. Police arrested 26-year-old Jose Antonio Ibarra. Ibarra crossed into Texas illegally back in September of 2022, then was released into the United States on parole. I'm confident this border is secure. We have a secure border. We agree that uh, the border is secure. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. The border is closed. The border is secure. We have taken unprecedented action. Look, the border is not open. Fox News can now confirm that Jose Antonio Ibarra was busted last year in New York City. But ICE didn't even have time to put in a detainer on him because, hey, he was already back out in the street. Yeah, there you go. That's the failure at every level. Uh, blue cities putting criminals back out on the streets. A blue administration allowing them to come across the southern border and then releasing them into the country. You, you know who's missing from that ad? They, they need to add one edit uh, to that ad that you just heard there. They need to show uh, the video of John Tester saying how Joe Biden is doing a good job and how Joe Biden is 100 percent with it. Uh, you know, they, they, CNN and some of these others are saying, oh, the Republicans are just... They're just using this one example of an illegal alien killing this young uh, lady in Georgia. Uh, that's not the only example of illegal aliens. I mean, we've got headline after headline here in Montana of illegal aliens uh, committing uh, horrific crimes. But also listen to this report from Lucas Tomlinson that I heard earlier this morning here. Um, and there's an illegal who committed a, a murder in in Louisiana. And then there's another story out of Virginia that I'll share with you as well. It's the first time Americans have considered immigration to be the most important issue facing the country in five years. That new Gallup poll, which shows 55 percent of Americans think that the issue is critical. Thirty one percent say it's important and 14 percent say it's not important. More Americans say they're concerned about crime committed by some of these migrants. Outside New Orleans, a 19 year old man from Honduras was arrested for raping a 14-year-old girl at knife point. Police said he entered the country illegally. Georgia, Louisiana, you just heard about there. Uh, now this report out of Virginia. Renzo Mendoza Montes is facing two felony charges in Virginia. Carnal knowledge of a child without force, taking indecent liberties with a minor. 
Virginia Attorney General Jason Miaris on Fox's America Report says the crime was preventable. This is an individual that got stopped at the border, was released, made his way to Virginia. Former Customs and Border Protection Chief Rodney Scott told Fox and Friends this is part of a much bigger problem. There's no such thing as a global database of criminal records. So it actually involves face-to-face interviews to figure out, you know, what is their intent? What's their purpose? Are they gang members? And Border Patrol doesn't have time to do that anymore. In Washington, Mike Emanuel, Fox News. Georgia. Louisiana, Virginia, we've seen headlines here in Montana. I think it's safe to say that not one state in America is left untouched by illegal alien crimes. Horrific violent crimes, too. Waking up on the right side. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. They've been pushing Bidenomics. It's not working. Biden inflation went up 300% last month from a year ago. And you see the economy is, is sputtering along. You see, I mean, I think probably one of the worst statistics I've seen at this point is on top of the 60% of Americans living paycheck to pay- paycheck, which is the worst. But between groceries and eating, Americans now are spending more of their income on food than they have in 30 years. That's the latest data from the USDA, which shows consumers spent more than 11% of disposable income on eating. Also at a time where they're spending the highest amount or percentage of their income on where they live. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's the Sean Hannity Show. Hey, you can give your home a new look this year with premium custom window treatments from our friends at Blinds.com. Right now, you save 40% off site-wide. Now, you can choose from Roman and woven wood shades and shutters. My favorite, they're motorized options and much, much more. It's all 100% online. The better way to shop. No pushy commission salespeople in your home. Blinds.com, they make it simple, simple, easy, easy. Anyway, you can do the measuring, the installation yourself, or you can let Blinds.com handle all of it for you. No matter how many window coverings or window treatments you have, you only pay one low installation cost, whether it's one or 50. How cool is that? And forget about going through a long, boring, monotonous in-home consultation just to get a quote. Blinds.com also gives you free shipping and the best part, 100% satisfaction guarantee. What does that mean? If you're not happy, they will make it right. Anyway, shop Blinds.com right now. Save 40% off site-wide, 40% off for limited time at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Apply. This is the Montana Economic Minute. There's a funny thing about traveling the state and giving a forecast to audiences about where you think the economy's going. It's the economy. It doesn't stand still while you're talking. And now that the dust is cleared on the BBR Economic Outlook Seminars in seven cities, it's already looking a bit different than we thought. The forecast, our forecast, a lot of other people's forecasts, has been pretty timid the last few years. We said the economy would take time to pull out of the deep dive caused by COVID. We said that there'd be a recession last year. Neither of those things happened. We talked about how throttling inflation with higher interest rates would end up costing the economy's jobs. That didn't happen either. And now we're saying, surprise, that the economy will grow very slowly this year. Should anyone believe us? There's plenty of data to support our forecast, particularly the slowdown in consumer spending, which is indeed happening. But job growth remains pretty strong. Inflation may yet keep heading down this year. And economic growth? Stay tuned. I'm Patrick Barty. Free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. 
Taking your calls live, 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, man, we got a lot to talk about this morning here on this show. We can go in a number of different directions. What do you want to talk about? Uh, Give us a ring, 406-294-0970, or you can message us on our Montana Talks app as well. Let's see, uh, coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, uh, shortly after our seven ten break, do you, do you guys remember um, a, a while back? There, there were folks. They were they were coming out here to Montana. They were working very close. I believe that this is the same outfit. They were working very closely with Hillsdale College, and they wanted to set up a classical Christian academy uh, here in Montana. Well, apparently they have got some momentum and and they are close to making it happen here. So um, we're going to get an update about the Yellowstone Classical Christian Academy coming up here in in the seven o'clock hour of the show. Uh, And I think there might even be an event taking place this week as well. So uh, so stand by for that coming up uh, uh, later on in the seven o'clock hour of the show. Um, Earlier this hour, I was talking about. Did you guys see the video of uh, Fanny Willis's boyfriend's friend? He was testifying yesterday. Fannie Willis is is the Georgia uh, prosecutor who is leading uh, one of the political persecutions against Donald J. Trump. And boy, did she kick the hornet's nest. Uh, because then we found out, oh, she was giving a bunch of taxpayer money to her boyfriend to, par- to persecute Trump. And then her boyfriend was taking that same money and taking her on some very expensive trips. Apparently, uh, this Nathan Wade guy is a mar- was, a, was a married man. And uh, so when, when Fannie Willis was, was having this affair with this guy, apparently it started long before she started giving money uh, to him to persecute Trump. Uh, and so, so the uh, uh, Fannie Willis's boyfriend's friend was in some uh, some hot water yesterday. The former law partner of Nathan Wade, he's the special prosecutor accused of having an inappropriate relationship with Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis, was pressed about when the relationship between Willis and Nathan Wade began. Trump lawyers claim that Terrence Bradley knows exactly when the relationship between Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade started and that he allegedly stated in previous conversations that Wade had a garage door opener to Willis's home and that Willis and Wade may even have had sex in an office. Bradley testified he could not recall saying those statements and insisted he can't recall when Willis and Wade began dating. Yeah, he can't recall anything. Oh, ah, oh yeah. At one point, he was asked basically like, uh, did you lie about uh, your friend and, and the knowledge of this relationship? Well, maybe. <laughs> Good night. Oh, man. Yeah, I shared it with John Jackson, our buddy who joins us uh, every Tuesday on the show. And he's like, yeah, pretty obvious this guy was straight up lying in court yesterday. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this guy gets called back to testify. He's like, ah, my hip. Ah, my knee. I can't make it to court today. I got this, I got this pain in my hip. I can't make it. Can't make it, Your Honor. Um, now, I joke about that, but some of you actually have, ah, my knee, ah, my hip, and it's a real deal. It's no laughing matter. Well, let me tell you, if that's you, uh, don't go to the judge. The judge ain't going to help you with that. What you can do, though, is you can call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. So QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. What, what they do is they take the healing agents that are already in your body and they break them down, they consolidate them and put them directly into the, ah, my hip, ah, my knee. They put them directly into those achy joints. 
And so you can get over the pain without painkillers, you know, without the drugs, without surgery, and then the downtime that can often uh, come uh, with surgeries as well. So I'll tell you what, uh, give them a call for a free consultation, 406-201-6263. Again, Kiesley Kinetics, 406-201-6263. Uh, yeah, it's not not a band-aid. This is a treatment designed to get you moving again, get your life back. And, and especially those of you in your retired years, why not enjoy the time that you've got now? All right, uh, back after this. Hey, so we typically don't plan out our show too far in advance. I mean, here's the deal. We don't want to be talking about something boring. When big news breaks, we want to be able to talk about the big breaking news. So for Tuesday's show, we didn't have any plan going into it. We were, you know, going to talk about the big news of the day, take your phone calls and more. Well, then we heard the big news out of the Montana Supreme Court about the Black Butte Copper Mine. So we had a great guest kick off Tuesday's show. What are we going to talk about Wednesday? You tell us. Montana Talks, the show where you get to talk.